Bonjour à tous et bienvenue. For everybody out there who doesn't speak French, which is including myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you speak hello. a little bit of French. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Hello and welcome, everybody. We paraphrased a little. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, it's not cheating. <laughs> uh, anybody who does speak French out there, maybe you can teach us a little bit. I don't know. I'd be game. I've always wanted to learn more than just the one language. Well, I'm learning Japanese now, but even then, I, the more you know, man. Yeah. Thanks for that uh, informative PBS commercial. What, or NBC? Uh, the more uh, you know. G.I. Joe. Is that a G.I. Joe thing? I think so. Huh. Knowledge is power. <laughs> yeah, but remember, kids. Stop all the downloading. <laughs> there's a there's a funny YouTube video of um, like, um GI Joe spoof uh, about somebody burning down the house, but it's because they were frying pork chops or something like. That. It's funnier. I can't I can't remember really well off the top of my head, so I can't do it justice. But it's uh, pretty funny. So I'll how's take it going, your word for it. <laughs> Probably a bad thing. <laughs> it's it's I going it so good. It's going good. Um, can't complain. We got a holiday coming up. Labor Day, Monday, the day after you guys will be listening to this. We'll be rela- relaxing, uh, chilling. I may be on the beach. Uh, I may not. Oh, Who knows? Lucky. I know, right? Well, lucky. I'll be lucky if I don't get sunburned and attacked by a shark. <laughs> Yeah, are sharks really bad this time of year? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, I'd rather not have to look for a new co-host, so let's try not to get eaten. Okay, well, I'll try not to get any important parts eaten anyway. It has nothing to do with the fact that we're related and you're like my best friend. Just <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to find a co-host, so just don't. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I'm. I'm feeling the love here. Hey. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sending my resume to alternate podcasts. (laughs) Signing a letter of recognition. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, We have an awesome uh, anime of the week. Yeah, we're really excited uh, to tell you guys all about it. But before that, we got to tell you guys what the flavor of the week is this week. What's his said flavor? Okay, uh, so if you guys don't believe me on this, I put up a um, a picture of it on our Twitter, at Weekly Ramen. You can go check it out. But uh, the flavor of this week, this week, um, complements the anime of the week very well in the, uh, in the fact that both are quite colorful. The flavor of the week is Rocket Brand Satomi, uh, no, Satomo Noodles. And these are ramen noodles that are purple. Nice. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not sure either. I nah, I'd eat it. I'd be all for that. I think that'd Pick be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I've eaten Stranger Things. Yeah, you have. I haven't. <laughs> Tyler's not very adventurous when it comes to trying new foods. Me, on the other I hand. I know what I like, and I eat what I like. I'm a human garbage disposal. You put food in front of me, and I'm going to eat it. 
<laughs> you put good food in front of me, I'll be happy to eat it. <laughs> Which one of us would live longer on a deserted island? Who knows? But, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you I would it's, not. It's Unless that deserted, maybe if that deserted island had a lot of lobsters. Lobsters? Nice. Nope. Yeah. Just sushi. Yeah, I don't... Sushi for days. You'd starve to it death. It doesn't have to be sushi. You could uh, you could make a fire and cook it, you know? Uh... Nope. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's Sushi Island. No fire. Besides, uh... There's like, no firewood on the island. No, what about... But there's rice for the sushi? Yep, it's very strange. Well, how are you going to cook the rice, then? You need a fire <laughs> to cook the rice. Nope, we cook it in the sun. Oh, that would forever. It's sushi rice. It's raw rice. <laughs> Nasty. It's very crunchy. It's very crunchy hard. sushi. Ew. Pass. <laughs> yeah, I would die. I would rather die. No, I'd rather die. Okay. I'd rather die. Although I've had rice cakes. They're not too bad. No. I don't know if I've ever had rice cakes. Certainly not in the <sighs> Japanese style, anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> with that, Itadakimasu. Itadakimasu. We kind of finished at the same time. Kind of. I mean, you had to totally <laughs> not, rush it. But yeah, I'm not sure I said the right word, but... <laughs> it uh, it didn't feel natural, but it you It sounded know, very angry. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? You should talk to us. <laughs> oh, God, I'm editing the shit out of that. <laughs> I'm a little bit a little bit sick, so I, oh, I apologize. <laughs> Get it out, man. It's cool. It's cool. I was uh, I, I would I would also like to apologize for last week. I was also a little sick. I had a sinus infection, and ooh, that was not fun. So well, you should apologize. How dare you, sir, get sick? How I know. <laughs> I know. Same thing my boss said when I asked him for a day off. Yeah. He said, "How dare you be sick?" Yeah. Well, it's it's true. It's it's very very I rude. Actually, I'm pretty sure that is what he said, but he said it jokingly. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, now we get to dive into the anime of the week. Yeah. So, uh, this is uh, your your um, gem, so why don't you uh, why don't you start? Okay. So, we'll start off by saying... Uh, you want to get the English name, and I'll get the Japanese name, as always. <laughs> Um, well, it's the same word either way. The uh, English is just longer. Um, yeah, that's true. We first heard about this anime. In case you guys haven't noticed, Ty and I are huge fans of Game Grumps. <laughs> and uh, there was an episode where um, one of the main people on Game Grumps, Aaron, uh, a.k.a. Egoraptor, mentions this anime and um they're playing mario sunshine and and the other co-host dan he says uh he comments on how beautiful uh the coloring of of like the dark mario of that was and and aaron goes on to explain yeah it's a masking effect and if you like that kind of stuff you should check out this anime so ty and i that was uh, a different. Uh, that must have been a different episode than I watched because I I remember them talking about this, but I remember them talking about the book. Oh not, yeah, not the anime. So huh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, well maybe maybe they mentioned it multiple times, but the anime is called. Um, here we go, Genkutsu, um, and in English it's Genkutsuo, the Count of Monte Cristo. 
Uh, fun fact for you guys starting out. Am I saying that okay? Gankutsu? How, how do you say it, Tyler? Uh, that would be, let's see, I know. Gankutsuo. Gankutsuo, okay. Fun fact, Gankutsuo, and they mentioned this in the anime as well, actually means king of the cavern. It's Japanese for king of the cavern. Oh yeah, um, I remember that. Now that you mentioned that. Yeah. So that kind of, we'll touch on that later on, but this anime is, is a little bit unique. Most anime are adapted from manga or light novels. And this anime is adapted from an actual novel. The novel, as the English title suggests, is The Count of Monte Cristo, which is a French novel uh, written a long time ago. I'm not quite sure when. Uh, I don't know, but it's, it's a very popular book, so I wouldn't be surprised if some of our listeners have actually read the book. Yeah, and if you uh, if you have read the book, then you kind of have an advantage over Tyler and I because if you've read the book and you decide to pick this anime up, then you get to compare the two, and yeah. I bet that would be kind of cool. Yeah, because I know it's it's an adaptation, but it's not. Uh, it says it's loosely based. Yeah, loosely based. I I, I would definitely say loosely based because from what I've heard of the Game Grumps talking about it, it uh, I don't think is as. Um, uh, fantasy-esque, you know, probably more more realistic. Are you telling me in the book the main character is not blue? Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. That, that it might be more of a an indigo. I oh, know that's not okay. Indigo. Yeah, let's Maybe get a, real nitpicky with this. Light cyan, light cyan, light cyan. Yeah, I was yeah. so wrong. <laughs> um. So let's jump into the synopsis, shall we? Oh, go for it. So this is from anim- my anime list. Give credit where credit's due. Game recognized game, as it's called. <laughs> Genkutsuo, anime well loosely, thanks, based on the novel The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexandre Damas. And yeah, before you say anything, I know Damas is a funny sounding last name. <laughs> <laughs> Damas. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, it's probably more pronounced Dumas. Do oh well, you know, potato potato. Well <laughs> we'll agree to disagree on that one. Um, Fair enough. It tells the story of Albert Morsef, a young aristocrat who happens to befriend a wealthy nobleman, the Count of Monte Cristo. Through a series of bizarre events, fascinated by the Count's charm, Albert invites him to meet his family and friends, all of whom happen to be part of the upper-class society of Paris, France, which may or may not be a whole world. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's definitely not the Paris, France that we know. Yeah, scientists are yet to agree (laughs) on whether it's it's a a city or a world, but unfortunately, little does Albert uh, realize that the Count has ulterior motives in mind and let me say boy does he <laughs> uh, yeah yeah a little bit but i i have a feeling he's uh he's, he's not against albert you think so i don't know um i feel like there's so disclaimer before we start tyler and i have both watched a 10 out of possible 24 episodes so we're about 40 percent through uh, we don't know where it's going to go from here, but it does, from where we are, it does seem like he's got a little bit of a soft spot for young Albert. So the setting is far in the future where, uh, you know, space travel is a common thing and there are different planets, but 
it's interesting because there's all this futuristic stuff, even right down to the carriages or the transportation people use. But it's like futuristic versions of the setting, I assume, was used in the novel. Futuristic rustic. Yeah, futuristic rustic. And you see that sometimes. So you see that with Gintama, except that's futuristic rustic. Japanese, Japan, so. Japanese, a- Asian, you know, Eastern. Mm-hmm. And this is futuristic rustic France, which is kind of cool. There's still, so the population. I think it's cooler, honestly. I do too. I think, I think they did a lot of really neat stuff. They took full advantage of that, mm-hmm. right? France um, is a, a very pretty place. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Eiffel Tower. Is that Eiffel Tower? Yeah, that's in France, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, sorry, I confused it with the Leaning Tower of Pizza for a second there. Nope, nope, that's, that's, um, that's definitely That's Italy. in Italy, yeah. Um, Eiffel Tower, they got a bunch of museums there. Yeah, it's a very beautiful place, and that's shown in the artwork in this, which we'll touch on later. We could do a whole episode of the artwork oh, um, in this series, but we're going to have to restrain ourselves. So, yeah, the story revolves around... Really, the story revolves around... Uh, the Count, the Count of Monte Cristo, but it's interesting because the main character and kind of who you're seeing this you're story, seeing, yeah. yeah, you're seeing it through the eyes of Alberto. Al- yeah, Albert. it's, it's in his perspective, even though yeah. it's not necessarily his story. Yeah, per se. as it mentions, Albert is part of the aristocrats and um, the very wealthy, right? The the one percent, oh, yes. and he he runs into uh, supposedly by chance. This mysterious man, the uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, and um, <clears throat> the uh, let's see, where do we go from here? So he meets him. I guess this is first episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're on vacation, um, in a, a a distant world, on a whole different part of space. I believe it's Luma. Is that Luna. Right? Yeah. Luna. Um. With him, Albert, and his friend Franz um, are are vacationing there, and that's where they they meet the Count. I believe it's at an opera. It is at an opera. The Count um, drops a pocket watch, which is key. I mean, it's interesting when you learn kind of what the pocket watch says. It's very interesting. It's kind of like a cool, oh, moment. I won't give it away because it's spoiler. Uh, spoiler on a really cool thing. But that's how Albert is exposed to the Count. Albert is exposed to him at the same time as his friend Francis. But they both have very different opinions on the Count. And I've, it's uh, it gives you two viewpoints of the same person, which was kind of interesting. Right. So, Albert has a almost man crush on the Count, while Francis yeah. is very, very... Um, Oh, what would you say? Um, He's very weary of the Count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very... Um, doesn't trust him or anything like that. Yeah, so, and Albert and and Franz are very close. They've been close for a long time, and, and that relationship, it's really, uh, really developed throughout the story. Franz really looks out for Albert. Yeah, he's kind of... <laughs> he almost has a man crush on Albert as well. Actually, fun fact for that, uh, from that, and I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, because so far in the anime, they haven't touched on it. But in the book, Franz's character is um, is actually gay. And Oh, wow. That's, yeah, uh, and he has a thing for Albert. That's very interesting, because back then, 
like when that book was written that's kind of uh, oh yeah that was very taboo back then but then again france is so no, no. been like I, eh. I don't know i i uh had a over the summer on the project i worked on there one of the uh, students was from france mm-hmm. and um he was very very Vocal. opposed <laughs> to yeah to um homosexuality and i don't know if that was a him kind of thing or if that was a france kind of thing so i don't know i i that'd be interesting to research but going on uh furthering the plot the whole plot is basically and you can you can call this a spoiler if you want or whatever but it is in fact the plot the the it's the count is seeking revenge revenge. yeah we won't say why or who he's well He's looking yeah. for revenge on, but yeah. uh, that would uh, definitely be spoilers. That would. And he's out for revenge, and it's really just showing how like events are unfolding and everything's kind of happening so that he can get his revenge. He's kind of really good at manipulating people. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting, and it's, it's cool because we can talk about it without giving a lot away because where we are right now, we don't know a lot, right? No, right, um, right. But he's uh he knows the right places to poke, right, to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fun to watch that because as you're watching, and you kind of have it in your mind. You're like, okay, what's the count doing? And he's doing this, but why? You know, what's right. what's what's he getting at here? Most and, people would think it's just like nothing that you know, nothing very important that he's doing, just talking to one person or just doing one small little insy thing. But it actually is very planned out and very um, careful. calculated uh, yeah. yeah it's really fun to watch i mean they kind of captured the spirit of someone out for revenge he's got that kind of personality where it's like he's very charming when he wants to be and from like you know he wants revenge right watching it so you can tell it's kind of like a fake charm but at right. the same time it's still he knows still all the really etiquette yeah, yeah it's very convincing and they captured the spirit of the aristocracy correct too i mean the mm-hmm. people uh the very wealthy it shows how like above pretty much everything else what they They're... care about most is wealth and power Right, right. They, I mean, it's been stated several times, you know, like they're not marrying for love. It's always an arranged marriage for some kind of political or material gain kind of a thing. Yeah, that's another thing, too. This anime touches on some um, some deep issues like, like that, right? Marrying oh, yeah. for love or for politics, which was common in novels, um, older novels, as far as I know, anyway. It was common uh, in... in- all times yeah yeah it talks about wealth and uh how wealth corrupts and it touches on you know love uh a lot of a lot of things i noticed a lot of characters excluding the count in this anime when they have a problem their first instinct is to run away from it mm-hmm. you know several characters were like i want to run far away where oh, yeah. where no one can find me and i found that was interesting i found it interesting as well to see that that mentality doesn't really help them, right? I feel like that's a statement in itself. Uh, as far as plot goes, um, yeah, it's pretty much the count kind of, kind of pulling the strings of of this operation, and you find out you find out kind of what he wants revenge for and how he's how he's gonna get it. He handles it very smoothly. It's it's pretty cool. And and 
The great part is that there's still a lot of mystery too, though. Oh yeah. There's still like a lot of like, well, <clears throat> excuse me, what happened to the count to make him want this revenge, and what, uh, like, what did he go through? And like, they've given hints along the way, like, you know, oh, I was in Eastern space and I met this weird alien, but it's like, but they don't give you a lot of information, just enough to keep you like interested and really wanting more but not the whole thing just little by little yeah um just to kind of give you a a sense of how this how this anime is the first episode is titled a journey's end we meet Mm -hmm. so it's pretty cool it's categorized as a mystery drama sci-fi supernatural and thriller yeah and Um, each of the episodes uh uh the in the episode title they title it with act yeah whatever like a play almost and it really does feel like it you know yeah yeah it does it was produced by gonzo which is a interesting producer is produced solely by them uh the rights were later picked up by other companies like funimation mm-hmm. but i had a uh to find it in my History, an article by our good friend over at uh, Honey's Anime Blog, oh, yeah. I think it was. Let's see if I can find it. But it it was about, uh, here we go, top 10 anime made by Gonzo. So just to give you an idea of some, some, of, the, uh, some of the anime this company has produced, it made Trinity Blood, Speed mm-hmm. Graffer. Um, uh, a lot of people like that one. I haven't watched it. But uh, see, there was one that really caught my eye, um, Helsing. There were oh, the producers yeah, yeah. Of, of Helsing. Yeah, and... Um, well, the original or Ultimate, or both? Uh, the original. Hmm. That's cool, though. Yeah, and um, this this uh, Count of Monte Cristo is uh, by considered by a lot of people to be kind of their crown jewel. So oh, really? It's, there's a I lot of love why. for this I anime. I can see why. Yeah. Now, yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna move on without talking about the art style. Yeah, so we gotta let's let's definitely do this justice. Let's cover art, characters, and music. Mm-hmm. So you want to start with art? Um, let's start with uh, let's start with music because that I feel like will go fast. Okay, so starting with music, I can give my my opinions on, and you know keep in mind that's what they are opinions. Uh, so when I say something like, <laughs> I really did not like the opening theme song, you don't, you know, don't okay. immediately unsubscribe. So, I would like to, to, uh, to have a nice conversation with you. A little back well, and forth. I got I... some, uh, good news for you. That's kind of what we're doing here. <laughs> a little debate, I suppose. I also did not really care for the opening theme for, like, the first five or so episodes yeah but i really started to it really started to grow on me after i listened to the lyrics really oh yeah the lyrics did you actually like listen to the lyrics so i listened to the lyrics the first time and then i i mean it was for the first episode right and i just i kind of decided i didn't really like the song and then so Mm -hmm. after that i just skipped over it and to be honest i do that too yeah, to be honest, I don't really remember remember what they were. What were what what did you like about the lyrics? Well, the lyrics just they almost give a little synopsis in and of themselves of the anime. Oh yeah, that's pretty oh, cool. Oh yeah. 
it's it's got a little bit of um honestly there's a little bit of spoilers in the in the um the song if you really look listen to it and like really think about it because it talks um it, it really does it kind of gives almost a backstory on the, the anime it, it about the counts um you know it talks about you know love he's very very you know out, outspoken about his his feelings on love and so it, it covers his love and his life and again it's almost spoiler heavy but since it's in this theme song i'm gonna consider it not spoilers oh yeah it's totally free game it's, yeah it's i would a... say it's free game if it's a, uh, about the betrayal that happened to him that it caused him to want this revenge yeah oh well maybe i'll have to listen to them more closely then mm-hmm. and uh, see that oh that's pretty yeah. cool Right, and I mean, like, I don't really care for the the music behind it, but the lyrics, man, they really got me. And like, once, like I said, I didn't really care for it at first, but like one time, I um, didn't want to skip it, and so like I was on my phone texting or something like that, and I didn't want to skip it, and like it was going in the background, and I kind of picked up a few things, and I'm like, huh, and I played it back, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, and I was like. Yeah, I kind of like this. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going back and listening to it then and see it because that'd be kind of fun. As far as the music in the actual anime goes, at important parts of the anime, the uh, the music complemented what was going on very well. Right. And um, I like that as well. I mean, it was all like uh, orchestra music and whatnot. <laughs> I would say it doesn't stand out when it's just in the background music, but like you said, when it when th- there's a very important heart happening or something like that and the music gets louder yes it complements it very well yeah and the ending song is it's something completely different from the opening and then also mm-hmm. the music that takes place during the main part of the anime i like the ending song though it's very upbeat kind of a little bit heavier yeah yeah it is it is it's like the complete opposite of the opening song it's really. kind of funny yeah it really is <laughs> so well, the the opening is like mostly um, mostly lyricals and very soft. The yeah, the ending theme is a lot more instrumental heavy and, and kind of faster paced upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's music, and then so do you want to go with characters or art next? Ooh, tough decision. Tough decision. Let's always go out with a bang. So let's do characters. Okay. We covered a lot of the characters in the synopsis. We covered mm-hmm. the uh, the Count of Monte of Cristo. And I don't want to go into... I mean, we mentioned he's blue. Other than that, I'm not going to describe what he looks like because uh, maybe we will in the art. But I really want you guys to watch this anime oh, yeah. and just see. He, I will say he stands out from the other characters most of the other characters in the anime very well but yeah. the funny thing is that it's okay that he stands out because this is you gotta think about it this is a world where they they have explored space yeah they aliens are aliens. common yeah yeah so, so it's it doesn't like, raise any flags yeah for sure. exactly. exactly um the um, the other yeah. main character uh, would be albert de Morcef, who who was aristocracy he's kind of he's so starry-eyed for the count that he's blind to a lot of stuff that's going on sometimes that can get a little like face palm moments like come on man <laughs> you can't see what's going on here but i mean 
that's, there's a lot that's, of blind faith in the count. Yeah, and that's what happens when you when there's someone you really admire. You're kind of like, turn a blind eye to all the uh, mm-hmm. all the negative stuff going on with them. He really um, he does he does act like the count is like a hero to him though. Yeah, like he'll hang on every word the count says. He's and I mean I could argue that the count didn't really do anything to kind of to would, earn yeah. that from him but i think what it is is the count's so exotic right and he has mm-hmm. such a mundane life that he's just craving uh something out of the ordinary right he and wants he the life that. that the count has yeah he, so he's he's the main character he's the person who you see the story through his eyes it, so that's kind of his personality too he's very starstruck he's uh very gung-ho for his convictions right he fights for something he believes in which i mean you he, see later in the anime right he doesn't really act like an aristocrat to me no if, he doesn't if you ask me yeah. you know he he's a he's a viscount but he doesn't really act like a viscount you know he's very like you said passionate and and he doesn't restrain himself very much. Yeah. His best friend, Franz, on the other hand, acts a little bit more uh, aristocratic. He's a little bit more reserved, a little bit more weary of the world around him. Oh, yeah. I'd say I'd say Franz and Albert um, definitely complement each other very yeah. well. Yeah, I think so, too. But besides that, they have a little group of friends that are introduced later on. I won't go into too much of names because we're... It'll save time if I don't, but uh, <laughs> both Franz and Albert. I, it, it is Albert, isn't it? I've been saying Albert. Uh, yeah. Sh- shame well, on me. I mean, it's um, spelled, it is spelled Albert, but since it's French, it's the T. It is Albert. Sound. No, you're yeah. 100% right, and I, I apologize for earlier saying that, but okay. They both have fiancés who, mm-hmm. who play very key parts in the anime, and they develop main tropes in the anime as well especially the ones revolving around love. Oh, yes. So that's kind of neat. I think they're pretty cute, too. Well, Albert's fiancé, anyway. Who else do they have in their little group? Um. Well, they have the uh, captain. Um, they do have the captain. He plays a key role as well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if I can Maximilian, find... I think? Max- yeah, Maximilian, which they meet, I believe, first episode, honestly. Or second episode. Uh, yeah, second. it's one of the... Yeah, It's got to be the those. second, because the first one was nothing about... Uh, yeah, the first one was all the... on Luna. Uh-huh. Um, but they meet him in the second episode. He's a, he's a captain in the army, um, and they befriend him. They also have. There's a few other minor characters like the the journalist. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. So those are kind of like the likable characters, and then there's the group of friends who are characters who, in my opinion, weren't likable. Which, as you mentioned, the journalist, and there was uh, another very aristocratic guy who was in. He was set up to get a important place in government. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really like him. Yeah. No, I didn't like them either. They were there. They were important to be there, though. I mean, yes. they they each developed different things. Mm-hmm. As you can imagine, the journalist he kind of sniffed out some clues um, on the uh, the count, and and then the aristocrat guy he plays a role later on in the anime as well, bringing out fleshing out some things, uh, mm-hmm. some family things is really what he does, um, and the nature of of some of the characters, right? Which Speaking of which, there's not a lot of good-natured characters uh, <laughs> in this anime. Speaking uh, of, I'm kind of still on the line about Peppo. 
Peppo, yeah, she's a very interesting character too. And she, uh, she, no spoilers. She, she, uh, with her, they uh, once again they were kind of pushing the envelope. And I don't know if she, how much of her we see in the anime is based off of what was in the book. Um, but you through Peppo, you get to see kind of how the uh, helpers, servants, what whatever you want, maids, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. The people who aren't aristocracy, you kind of get to see how they view the world and like how they act. I still don't know if I like her though. I'll tell you what, she seemed a lot. She seemed a lot happier than any any of the aristocracy. That's true. And that might have been saying something in itself. I don't know if I like her either. She's she's definitely a troublemaker. Mm -hmm. Spoiler, maybe. I don't know. I her personality is kind of fun. Right. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm glad that she's a character. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. But the the main character who kind of steals the show is definitely the count. Oh yes, for sure. And a lot of that has. I mean, a big part of that is really how he works, which is uh all in the artwork, mm-hmm. which is the next segment, right? Yeah. Well, like like we said at the beginning, it is. The Count is definitely the main character. We're just seeing his story through the eyes of Albert. I'm so, so. upset that that T is silent. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, yeah. French people are weird. No, uh, no. Oh, well, we have more than our fair share of silent letters in the English true. language. It's true. You want to talk about the artwork a little bit? Or is oh, there more on the characters no, you want to I talk about? I refuse to talk about the Okay, artwork. well, save it all for me then. More for me. <laughs> no. Yes, let us talk about the artwork because it was amazing. Yeah, if there's one word I could use to describe this anime, well, two words, it would be absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, like, it really threw me off at first, though. I did not expect this. when you When you said, all right, well, here's this this week's anime of the week and i pulled up the first episode like it really threw me off at first like i didn't know if i liked it or not yeah uh, but oh my gosh now i, I loved love it. it yeah um, i loved it right off how the bat would you, how would you now you already said this earlier in the show um uh, because you said how aaron described this but let, let's go over it again how would you describe this artwork so did, yeah apparently it's a it's a technique called masking and what it is is um you have your your drawing or whatever, and, and then you color it in, and then much like if you were putting on a mask, you put uh, a different thing over it, right? So they kind of look like uh, those pictures where if like you stare at them and you let your eyes relax, it kind of goes fuzzy and looks like something else. Kind of like that. It's like there's a whole different effect on top of the characters, and it's seen. It's definitely seen in the clothes. Of every character. Well, and it's, not only not only the clothes, I also noticed in the hair as well. The hair, yeah. The, the hair has also got a mask on it. Which as well. It's, and it, it's, it's very interesting, too, because you'll see the clothes, like, the person will move, but so will the textures on their clothes. Like, yeah. the textures don't stay in place with the clothes. If the jacket moves a little bit to the right, it, it's like there's an image behind... Um, it's masking. It's there's an image behind it, and when they move, it shows a different part of the image. Yeah, it's That's really um, cool. It's a very, very cool technique, and as far as I know, a hundred percent 
uh, original to this anime. I've never seen another anime that does anything like it. Yeah, I um, can't say I have either, but oh man, does it... Uh, now, granted, I definitely wouldn't like the style in every anime. No, it, it it's gotta go with the rustic. Well. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it, it brings the... It really brings the anime up to a whole new level. Um, mm-hmm. Just the artwork. Even even if the plot were terrible, characters were, were, were just plain dumb, that artwork would be enough, so I'd be really tempted just to keep watching it. Yeah, yeah, it, it is absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous artwork. They do. They, they use some really, really pretty textures, too, for the masks. It's yeah. not just, like, some random image. It's very, very styled. Very and colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene where they walk into a place, everything's solid gold, and mm-hmm. it's it's very sparkly and polished and you can do you can make sparkly and polished look good on a um you know regular uh using regular animation but if you want to make it look 20 times better definitely use masking because that really brought out uh what what highly polished real gold would kind of look like even maybe a little bit better and and in the same scene they also had um the skybox was done in that kind of style and yeah. it was really cool. Yeah, it's 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 way in the future, and there it, there's like aliens and everything, so they could justifiably be as creative as they wanted with it, and they took full advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk about the characters being rich and being part of the aristocracy, that's not like you know early nineteenth century Paris rich. That's uh, it's like I can literally buy anything i want probably whole worlds um well especially the counts yeah and especially the (laughs) that's a big part of the mystery too because they pointed out and i don't know i haven't gotten there yet but they pointed out where's he he getting this money money? and he's getting ridiculous amounts of money like Mm -hmm. trillion dollar uh deposits daily you know oh yeah that kind of well insane yeah. So like and, when you see the 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 like you were saying the they walk into this golden palace you're like how the heck could anybody afford it but then you're like oh wait no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In trillions of dollars daily from different planets. So it's not like foreign currency. Yeah. If it were from like one place it it totally destroyed the economy but it's from from you know whole solar system so mm-hmm. Yeah, they do it's really cool. Some people it takes them getting used to. Um, yeah, it took me it took me like two episodes to get used to it, and even then I was just like, "Yeah, I'm used to it." But by like the fourth or fifth episode, I'm like, "I really like this now." Yeah, it makes everything look much more beautiful uh, mm-hmm. than it would contrary. I mean, uh, what else is there to say? Oh, here's something: some of the masking effects as well, and then on some of the clothes. As they're moving, um, you'll see texts on on some of the clothes. I didn't, I didn't really get a chance to go back and read those, but I bet they're it's they're little clues. Another thing too is the clothes, the color of the clothes, and the color of the the masking textures, whatever you will. They change with the mood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. all very colorful for most of it, right? Um, oh yeah. But then there's scenes where, like, darker scenes, and then <laughs> it'll go from, like, a bright orange maybe to a dark purple. It, it's super cool. It's so pretty. 
So we have arts, music, and characters, right? We got those three. Yep. And then right. plot. <clears throat> oh, and plot. So we got four. So if we were to to rate each one of those, what would what would you give them? Oh, ooh. Each one of them individually, and then we'll give an overall. Keeping in mind that I haven't finished the the plot yet, mm-hmm. so far, because I've done some research into it, right, and I kind of know where it's going. I'd give it a nine. I mean, there's a reason this novel is 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 so popular, and this anime is so popular as well. I would, I would probably, I would probably give it a ten. Almost a ten, yeah. I really enjoy the plot. It's very, very cool. Yeah, music. See, before you told me the opening theme song actually meant something, mm-hmm. I would have gave it a seven straight up. But now I'd give it like eight point five or nine. I would that. give it a solid eight. That's yeah, a solid eight. It's got its. It's not something outstanding. It's not. I mean, there's been there's been anime where the music steals like the whole anime, um, but this one it just fits. It's nothing super special, but it fits well. Yeah, characters are a little bit harder for me because yeah. there's there's masterpiece characters like the count, mm-hmm. who deserves a ten right off the bat. Um, there's a lot of other characters who I really enjoyed, but then there were characters who um, I did not enjoy as much, like the reporter guy, uh, right? And then but, the other friend I didn't really care of. But there, uh, there are characters that you're not supposed to like. Yeah, you're I'm not pretty supposed sure. To like it, and they're they important. They're not useless characters. They're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, there are definitely no paper cutters in this. Uh-uh. Uh uh. Or paper Everybody cutouts, has, whatever. Everyone's very their, unique. Yeah. Yeah, and has their own story, right? Which is, even though, really, I mean, aside from the counts, there were no, like... So, some anime, to get you to care about a character, they have to spend a whole episode showing you the backstory of that character. They didn't do that for any of these characters, and I feel like I know them very well, and I feel very attached to them. But you um, could argue that they've spent more than one episode on their backstory because you get you get little trickles of everybody's backstory yeah, here and there. Which I so prefer. I think to, it adds up to more than an episode, maybe, but it's yeah. not like they spend a whole episode on it. Yeah. They, it's gradual. I prefer it that way, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's more natural. It, yeah. it feels more natural. Like you know, if I was to walk up to somebody on the street and make a new friend, I wouldn't ask them their whole life story right away. Yeah, you pick up the context clues and the conversation mm-hmm. and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So I'd give it a I'd give it a ten. I really like the characters in this. Um I, would say I thought nine. they did well. Nine. I would say nine. And high nine. I would say yeah. nine and a half if I could rate a half. But yeah. if I couldn't I would just say nine. Let's not kid ourselves. We're both gonna give <laughs> animation a ten. I disagree. Uh, I would give it an eleven. <laughs> yeah, I would. If I could I would. Overall, I'd give it a nine. Yeah, uh, nine is fair. I could, I could see somebody argue for a ten, but nine is oh, perfectly yeah. fair. And I'd be. I'd, and I would like to reserve the right to change this by the end of the series. Yeah, if it wraps up very nicely. Mm-hmm. If it wraps up very nicely, I'll probably move it up to a ten. If yeah. not, nine. Yep. Okay. So. That was a good one. It was a very good anime. Highly recommend it. Oh, Glad yeah, we watched it. It's. It's In a fact, cool I find, experience. I find myself right now wishing that we were done recording so I could go watch more. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, 
Not and, that I don't love you guys. It's just like it's really good. I want to keep watching. Yeah, it's kind of also one of those anime where like if you watch it it's just unknown enough and it's great enough where if you watch it it almost feels like you have a little bit of bragging rights like something to kind of slip into if someone's talking about this awesome anime they watch you just be like oh yeah have you have you ever heard of uh gentexuo it's a a little it's a little hidden gem yeah so a sapphire in the row or was it yeah, uh, sapphire in the rough. I think it's a diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough? Yeah, diamond in the rough. Diamond in the cave of wonders. Uh-huh. Seek out the diamond in the rough. Give me the lamp. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Aladdin, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I loved Aladdin. My favorite Disney movie. Just saying. Oh, hands down, definitely. Uh, if Alex, I were to compare... Our cousin Alex, he says that he watched it with you, and that's his favorite, too. And I'm yep. like... Yes. I introduced him <laughs> to it. There's still hope yeah. for the new generation. <laughs> he likes the genie a whole lot. Which well, who wouldn't, right? It. I mean, Robin Williams. It's just so sad that he's dead. Yeah. If I were to compare this anime of the week, though, to a Disney movie, I would compare it to Treasure Island. Or Treasure oh. Planet. Yeah, well, that, that'd be a good one. That's very, a lot of uh, different characters. It's very sure. otherworldly. I can see it. Totally. All right. So we're pushing 50 minutes now, so we want to jump into some news. Better move on to the news. Yeah, because we got Brawl as well. Oh, we didn't plan for a Brawl. That's okay, I got you. You sure? Yeah, we'll we'll see what we can do. We'll wing it. (laughs) It's up to you. We're 50 (laughs) minutes in. We can go either way. Okay, well, we'll see how we feel. We'll see how this news goes. All right, I'll start us off. I am particularly happy about this story. And I bet you will be, too. Anime News Network. Aniplex of America sets English dub for Durarara X2. 10. Oh, all right. I know. I have no excuse not to watch it. I know. This is what I've been waiting for. I've been wanting to watch Durarara X2 for a long time, but I just haven't because they haven't dubbed it. And I watched it. I watched the original Durarara dubbed, and I didn't want to watch it subbed. So... Uh, Aniplex of America announced on Wednesday that it will continue its Durara X2 English dub with the second arc, Durara X2 10. First, uh, the first dubbed episode will premiere on September 8th at 3 p.m. ETD. And, oh. will, uh, and new episodes will de- debut on Tuesdays. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Does not say where they'll air. I don't know... North American Crunchyroll, it looks like. Yeah, I would imagine. I think that's well, the safest bet. Crunchyroll doesn't usually do dubs. It does it every every once in a while, but not a lot. It mostly subs. So yeah, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, that'll be great. I mean, I, it's Dara and Bakano. It's been a while since we watched anything like those. I know. They were such good... Very, very good. Well, they were based off of light novels, kind of similar to our um, anime of the week this week. And I tell you what, anime that are based off of light novels are definitely amazing in the story department. Yeah, because that's, you know, pretty much the only thing a novel has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, has to build a world, entertaining, an entertaining world through a story. So I got an article, speaking of Crunchyroll, um, a little bit interesting. This is... From what I can tell, this has been kind of a hot topic these uh-huh. past couple of days. Bleach author uh, Tite Kubo seeks to protect Image Online. 
it's been a rough week on the internet for uh, Noreki Kubo, the author of Bleach, who works under the pen name Tate Kubo. Crunchyroll previously reported about Kubo leaving Twitter behind, um, but now the manga author seems to be having dif- difficulties with people accidentally or otherwise misappropriating his image online. In an official statement from the editorial staff of Weekly Shonen Jump, Kubo's management complaints about a number of images on Twitter and elsewhere that misidentify portraits of other people as Bleach author uh, Ted Kubo. There's a lot going on in Twitter of people kind of putting up a picture of someone who's not him and saying it's him and stuff like that. So he he just decided, hey, I'm going to delete my Twitter account and be done with it. Yeah, I don't blame him, man. I really don't. It, social media is difficult. It's it's um, it's cruel. The internet is cruel. Yeah, inherently so. And yeah. I, I, it's interesting too. I I heard someone talking about that once. When you have something where people can say whatever they want without repercussions, mm-hmm. of course it's going to be cruel. You know oh, that yeah. it, that's the nature that comes out when. When you have something like that, mm-hmm. it, it's something about the being anonymous. Yeah. The anonymity. What is it? Uh, anonymity. Anonymity. I don't. It's a hard one. That is a difficult one. Yeah. It's just you know when when there's no repercussions, then yeah, nobody cares. They'll they'll be as their true colors come out. And yeah. really, I don't think. You know, when these people would not say things like that in, in real life. but And that's why a lot of social networks, like, nowadays are going to, um, you know, like, YouTube. I got rid of, like, screen name aliases and went for real name. A lot of people didn't like it, but <laughs> they, they went to it because they felt that it would calm people down and kind of make them less anonymous so they would not be total douchebags. Yeah. Hold on my flinch. But a lot of people at the same time were upset with that. I, I, you know, it's, it's, you can't make everyone happy. No, really can't. But, but I don't blame them. I long ago deleted my Facebook because, not so much because I, because people, more because I don't trust that I work in the IT industry and I, I've done papers in school about like stuff like that, about how, how easily it is to find information about people online and such. It's just kind of scary. I don't like people knowing that much about me. Except yeah. for you guys. You guys are cool. You're friends. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I deleted mine. I don't have Facebook as well. That's interesting that we both mm-hmm. both deleted ours. Mm-hmm. But mine, mine was just because I, I got tired. I got tired of seeing it, right? I, mean, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I had one reason why I was on Facebook, and that's because I had like there was a, a closed group of friends that I had from high school. We made a made a, a closed group on Facebook just to kind of keep in touch, and it worked really well for like a year and a half, two years, and then people just stopped posting. So I decided, you know, that was the only reason I had an account anyway. So screw it, I'm getting rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> totally unrelated, but it reminds me of a. That is a <laughs> I was no, I was listening to um, 
God, what's that song? I don't know what it's called, but it's like, got my first real six string. Six string was the summer of 69. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I don't know, like, the name. Yeah, I don't know either. But that song, it goes through, he's like, we formed a band and we tried real hard. And he's like, should have known it wouldn't last. And then they kind of all go their separate ways. Yeah. Kind of like what happened to you with your Facebook group. Yeah. We formed a Facebook group and we tried real hard. I still, I still, you know, have them on, you know, I have their numbers and stuff. And every once in a while, they'll say, hey, you know, we're throwing a party. Come on over. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm not really for the party scene. But yeah, if it's only like, if it's a party of just like the 10 people that I knew from high school, I don't mind. But if it's like a, yeah, we're throwing this big party. We got alcohol. We got well, and things then, that you shouldn't be smoking and stuff like that. And I'm like, eh, not so much. Also, in a case like that where it's a big party, you're not getting invited because they want you to be there personally. You're getting invited because they want a lot of people to be there. Yeah. Right? That's how I feel anyway. Well, um, there's there's your, your PSA. Yeah. Well, that's I mean uh, that's just opinion too. Maybe you uh, have an experience of going to those big parties and and uh, you have a great time every time. Good for you. Uh, send us a tweet and tell us your secret. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> tell us how you get invited in the first place. <laughs> right. How do you get? Inv- I haven't gotten invited to a party in a long time. I'm how in college. You, how do you get a literally- girlfriend? I would love to know that one. Well, you gotta talk to me about that, bud. I am <laughs> the lady expert. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, how do you get a girlfriend? Oh, we'll talk about it off camera. I can't give my <laughs> secrets to the to the world. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, no. Okay, so let's let's keep moving forward. The more you know, the more you know. That's, Knowledge is power. Um, blah, 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 I'm blah, really blah. tempted to make that the title of the anime or the title of the episode this week. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Give it like a rainbow background. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right, my next article: <clears throat> Persona Three Films new visual finale event Blu-ray DVD info unveiled. Ooh, um, I know. According to Anime News Network, the official website for Persona Three Film series updated uh, at midnight on Sunday. And it unveiled the newest key visual and advanced ticket details for the Persona 3, the movie, number 4, Winter of Rebirth. It also announced a finale event after the last film opens in Japan. uh, And detailed the Blu-ray and DVD releases of the third film. The last film will open in Japanese theaters on July 23rd, 2016. The posters and flyers with the new visuals will start appearing in uh, participating theory, uh, theaters on September 5th. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can find the DVD right info. Yeah. Probably not any North American theaters, huh? No, not yet. <laughs> that would be, be cool. Great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know if they, I don't think they did the first two, three movies, so I don't know why they would do the last. That would be a little bit weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> right, like, <laughs> here's the fourth movie. Figure it out. I mean... I feel like <laughs> that's most... kind of what they did with Star Wars. Well... <laughs> it's not unheard of. Don't get me started on Star Wars. 
numbers. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, most of the people that would watch this movie anyway are people who played the game, so it's not like they don't already know the story. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, it looks like um, third film, Persona 3, the movie number three, Falling Down, uh, will go on sale on Blu-ray uh, disc and DVD on January 20th. Okay. Ooh, so at least we'll get the uh, DVD. The Blu-ray. Yeah, I don't know if it will be dubbed, but I will definitely, definitely. I would love to see it dubbed, though. It's not like they don't already have the established characters because the, the video game was voice acted. So if they would have the voice actors already lined up, they would just have to, you know, get the funding. And Vic yeah. was one of them. Vic Mignogna. Vic Mignogna. Full Metal Alchemist. Love him. I feel, like right. that, I feel like his name is probably pronounced different. No. Yeah, it's a cool name, though. Oh, yeah. It's probably um, pronounced like Vik. Vik. It sounds very Russian. <laughs> no. Vik. It's probably like Mignon or Mignon or something like that. Um, okay. So, so what else you got? Here's a hot button topic for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Production IG. Um, sound familiar? Nope. Maybe not. I couldn't guess this one either. Production IG mentions possibility. Let me try that again. Rewind. <laughs> Production IG. Take two. <laughs> Nate. There you go. Okay. Well, third time. Production IG mentions. <laughs> signing that letter of resignation. <laughs> they mentioned possibility of FLCL remake or Fully Cooly. As some call it. Yeah. So they announced acquisition of original rights of FLCL, the 2000 through 2001 Wild Coming of Age OVA um, from the company, let's see, from the company Ginax and King Records. The August 28th announcement notes the sixth episode, six episode series internationally, uh, or international popularity and the exposure from its dubbed broadcast before indicating IG's plans to, to take advantage of the acquiring rights with the possibility of a remake mentioned. Bottom line is we might see a remake of FLCL coming out, which people have very varying opinions on. Some people now, really like it, and some are t- dead against it. Now, if memory serves me right, since we don't fill out the spreadsheet I made about the anime of the week, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was an anime of the week one week. It sure was. I Oh, I can't remember if it was one we both did. I think it was when we were doing them separately, and I think it was one of yours. Was it? I thought I thought it was like one of the first ones that we did together. Oh, maybe. I thought it was. I'm sure there were some great robot jokes in it, though. See, you've seen it, though, right? Some great rhino head jokes. Yeah, I've seen it. So then, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember, because we did a bit where it's like, oh, he needs to see a doctor, like <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, boy, the, um, the days of our podcasting youth. Yeah. <laughs> We're old men now. We're salty old men now. 20, and I'm evil. 29 episodes in? I think so. We're approaching that big three zero. Oof, man, we've we've uh we've done more than uh like if we had. Well, no, I was gonna say soon 
about episode 50 well it'll be a little before that we we uh would have done more episodes than our age combined wow that's crazy uh, it's insane that we're already almost to 30 and loving every second of it it's insane it's insane yep all so, right so that's that one all right next one i have i do not know how to pronounce this it's a great way to start off Oh, God. I'm going to send this to you. You give it a shot. It's got to be like some kind of German or like Swedish or something. Because there's like way too many, way too many uh, constants in there. There's not enough. Yeah, it's like someone took a word and like switched all the letters around. Brian Hitler? Yeah, that's about the best. Hilder? Oh, the last one is definitely Hilder. Brian Hilder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's the Brian Hilder. There comes that darn Hilder guy that nobody likes. It's got to be some kind of like Swedish or something. That's like way too. Like, there's not enough vowels in this word. There's one vowel in this well, word. Sometimes two if why. you count Y. Two if you count Y. I personally count B as a vowel most of the time. So That is odd. <laughs> I don't think many English majors out there would agree with you. In fact, I'm pretty sure none of them would, but maybe in a foreign language it is. Who knows? Okay. Anyway, Fine Hilder in the Darkness, English dub cast announced. Sentai Filmworks announced the cast for its English dub of that anime that I've said already too many times. On Tuesday... The cast under director Kyle Jones includes Blake Shepard, Jamie Marie, Marchi, uh, Christina Straub, Emily Neves, uh, Jessica Calevo, uh, blah, 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 several others. I'm not going to go through the full list. Uh, but they, uh, the film works released the series on Blu-ray and DVD, on October 6th. Um, little little synopsis of the story. Uh, years ago, Ryota Murakami's childhood friend, Horoto, claimed to have proof that aliens exist. But when tragedy strikes, he dies and Ryota is seriously injured. Now a high school student, Ryota still looks at the stars in hopes of proving uh, his friend was right. Uh, when a new student who looks eerily similar to his diseased friend, uh, deceased friend transfers into his class, Ryota soon discovers that the answer to is there life out there may be much closer than he thinks in a way he never expected. Okay. Huh. I think I think we've gone over this art like this series before, like uh uh, a news article about it being on Crunchyroll before, because that that synopsis sounds familiar. Yeah, it does a little bit. Speaking of sounds, do you have your uh, air conditioning on in the background? Can you hear that when you talk a little bit? Really? Something. Usually, I I've had it on ever since we've gotten the new mics, and we haven't had any of the interference. Let me go change that real quick. Hmm, okay. One well, second. You can go ahead and ramble on. I'll do a news article while you're doing that. Okay. <laughs> I was going to do one titled Virtual Reality Totoro? Question mark. Project Morpheus team looking for an artist with 
Studio Ghibli style. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Apparently, and this is news to me, it might not be to your guys, but Sony has promised that it's Project Morpheus head-mounted virtual reality unit to be used with the PlayStation 4 will be available in the first half of 2016. 2016 is drawing ever closer. I guess that's something to look forward to, but what does that have to do with Totoro, you might ask? Well, they're looking for people, artists, to do the environment for, I guess, the games or whatever. That is, it fits in as well as the water, rock, and plant life fits into the Studio Ghibli movies, right? So, so Studio Ghibli hasn't made a movie in a while, and, and the artists are kind of spread out. They're kind of looking for, um, to gather those up and have them work on this really cool sounding Project Morpheus thing. I like that idea too. Can you, can you imagine stepping into a Studio Ghibli film, like through a virtual reality thing? How cool would that be? be pretty cool it would be pretty cool but out of all the uh anime i could step into studio ghibli would definitely not be my top oh no i mean no but it's better than but it's really cool it is really cool i mean this is a good stepping stone it could be it could start out with this and be really successful and then maybe they'll do other ones yeah how how awesome would it be to see a dragon ball z or dragon ball that would be cool that'd be awesome Although that still wouldn't be one of my first ones. How awesome would it be to see Sword Art Online? Now that one would be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Because that one would be kind of ironic too because that's done with virtual reality headsets. Yeah, that's true. And there's a lot of possibility with with scary anime as well. Or like horror anime. Yeah, like Helsing. Well, that's not really scary. Oh god, can you imagine another? Yeah. Oh, Oh, you know what would be kick-ass though? Or kick-butt, sorry. Um, <laughs> I think we're past that. Point. Whatever. Uh, can you imagine Future Diary virtual reality? Ooh, ooh, that would be really good as well. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. So I would. Uh, I would not want it just because virtual reality. Uh, you know. Don't get yeah, me started. Yeah. Right. I mean. Don't get me started. <laughs> crazy on a TV screen is one thing, but crazy right there next to you. Talking about story. She's not crazy. No? Well, crazy in a, love. We've gone over this. Let's agree to disagree on that. <laughs> Come on. If you could have you know as a girlfriend, you would you would say you wouldn't want her. Oh yeah, no, I'd I'd have I'd go out with her in a heartbeat. That mm-hmm. doesn't change the fact that she's absolutely crazy. You get to love the crazy. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, so nice. I have... I, wait, wait, wait. Oh. I personally think we could all use a little more crazy in our lives. I personally think we could use a little more you know in our lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, stick that on a shirt. Here's a <laughs> slogan for you. <laughs> Copyright, your weekly ROM in 2005. Dibs. Dibs. Or 2005. 2005. 2005. <laughs> We've we gone copy- back in time. We science-gated this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Copyrighted man. it five years ago when we still had flip phones. Now I want to watch some Steins Gate. I know. I've been really wanting to rewatch Steins Gate. Oh, Wait, God. did we do an anime? You did, you All did right, Steins well, Gate as an anime of the week back when we were doing two different ones. Darn you, future, uh, past me. I <laughs> retcon that. I'm sure my <laughs> my freaking description was terrible. So 
I'm saying right here and now. Yeah, let's get away with reserving the right to do a to to redo it. Yeah, I would say anything within our first ten episodes, we yeah. reserve the right to go back and redo because anything <laughs> bef- like within the first episode, ten episodes, we were still really rough. Yeah. Let's be honest, guys. Those weren't our best works. <laughs> no, not quite. We were still kind of getting used to the whole, you know, anime podcast thing and such. But uh, yeah, um, I have one more article. Okay. Um, and then that's it. Okay. <clears throat> Funimation hosts look at Dragon Ball Super uh, at New York Comic Con. Uh, Dragon Ball voice actor Sean Neil Goku and Christopher Sabat Vegeta are joining Justin Roja Roja of North American anime distributor Funimation and hosting a panel at New York Comic Con on Thursday, October 8th at 11.15 a.m. The Funimation Presents Dragon Ball Z and Beyond panel will offer a look at the history of the television series, its current theatrical success, and the highly anticipated follow-up series, Dragon Ball Super. Okay. Yeah, if you guys are in the New York Comic-Con area, lucky you, you you get to see some Dragon Ball Super. Can you imagine how cool the New York Comic-Con must be? I would, uh, I don't know. I would like to go to it one time in my life, and that's it. Just because <laughs> I have, enough. I have heard the horror that it it is like. Oh yeah. Yeah. When, when you're there, sure, it's a lot of fun. But then, like, when you get home, you're like, God, that was hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, okay. Four hour lines to see certain things, and oh wow, and, uh, being it's like packed, amusement park packed into. Oh god, that's worse than an amusement park. Being packed into tight spaces with smelly people. And, uh, um, smelly people is one of my pet peeves. Yeah, I don't like smelly people. All right. Well, like no them. offense, all if if there's someone out there who might be smelly, we still love you. I just... would like to say I totally am good with offense. There, you should be smelly. <laughs> Take a bath. It's Jeez. not that hard no, to be not on. smelly. Some people, I mean, some people it's a thing. Some people can't help it. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, some people smell a little worse, but there's not things that you can't do to prevent it. Deodorant, regular showers, perfume slash cologne. These are small little things that you can do. They are. Some people are very sensitive. Well, regular showers. Okay, you got me there. Some people, though, they they can't use, like, any of that deodorant or cologne or anything because they're just, it's very irritating for them but hey, i won't get into that whatever Fair. i Fair you're 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 justified in not liking uh offensive smells being near you i mm-hmm. totally understand that i don't like it either that's why we don't hang out much no oh. person. Ooh. <laughs> no. and now licking the stamp for that resignation letter <laughs> and uh putting it in the envelope I'm just trying to little by little i i want to see you put it in the mailbox <laughs> <laughs> okay i got one more one more, and then we'll okay. talk about bi-weekly brawl stuff. The, this is from the Fandom Post, and it says, Vewster, V-E-W-S-T-E-R, something I haven't heard of in a long time, mm-hmm. but apparently it's still out there. It's a, uh, a streaming website, I think. Vewster adds three series OVA anime episodes for streaming. 
Um, well, pretty much the whole reason I brought this up was just to just to mention another another streaming site besides just Dubs, Funimation, Crunchyroll, whatnot. Mm-hmm. We might have to check this out. I haven't personally been on it, but I've heard people talk about it. But it continues to blow, bolster its anime streaming catalog with a range of titles. And this weekend sees the update of three different series as their OVA episodes have now been added. So these ups- are these series, these OVAs are Akaniro, Na Somoru, Saka, OVA, The Blessing of the Campanella OVA, and Happiness OVA. They all have descriptions, but I will I will tweet that so you guys, if you're interested, you can read about them, read about the anime, see what it's about, see what the OVA is about. I'm gonna type in Viewster and see what we get. Because I think I think it's been mentioned on, yeah, watch original free movies and TV shows. I think it's been mentioned on Game Grumps before. Okay, cool. Of course, we we don't ever condone the the uh, illegal you know, no. methods. But, I don't yeah. I don't know if this is illegal though. No. Uh, no. Well, I think, and I don't know, I don't know how accurate this is, but my way to tell if something's legal or not. Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say see if it has ads, but I don't. I don't think that everybody you know. has ads. Yeah, you'd have to research it. I think this speaking of be legal though. This week's episode is sponsored <laughs> by. It's sponsored by us because we don't get funding. It's sponsored by <laughs> deodorant. Try it. So mean. <laughs> uh, so that's news. So let's talk about the biweekly brawl. Okay. Uh, we're recording this. On Saturday, the 5th, which is National Beard Day, believe it or not. National Beard Day? Yeah, Beard Day. It might be National Facial Hair Day, but it's 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 beard type thing is being appreciated on today. It's I'm, not national, it's world. I'm glad there's such a day. I think it's World Beard Day. Nice. No, that's um, great. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm all for it. So the idea was uh, the bi-weekly brawl this week would be two well-known bearded characters fighting each other. You were right. We don't really have time to get into it this week, but we'll give a little preview. Uh, we, <laughs> we'll reserve. We'll do this next bi-weekly brawl. We'll definitely right. do the bearded brawl. Uh, um, I'm all game for a bearded brawl. Yeah, I'm all for it. And uh, well, this will give us more time to think of a very funny environment and situation to pit characters against each other. But just a sneak preview one of the characters in it is definitely going to be the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Master Roshi. Nice. Because that beard is gorgeous. <laughs> that, I, I have no arguments there. I no, love yeah. Master Roshi. I think he'd be really fun to personify. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll get to test out our old man voice. So yeah, a little a little taste for you guys, a little something to whet your appetite and kind of make amends for not being able to do it this week. I was getting ready to uh, Google um, somebody who I think might be a, a good opponent for him. Yeah, um, well, don't then, tell us. Keep it then, in suspense. <laughs> and then I went to Google and I'm like, oh yeah, they changed their logo. Nah. Google changed their logo? Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they did some weird thing where they got so big that they decided to break off into like three different companies each you know and rebrand and do all this weird stuff even yeah. though it's still all owned by google but now they're under a parent company i think called alphabet <laughs> well 
Google is full of hipsters. The more you know, huh? <laughs> yep, yep. So. All right. Well, guys, uh, we hope you're not too upset with us. Uh, maybe, who knows, maybe you're relieved. Maybe your lunch hours is just ending and you're like, whew, now I don't have to miss anything or, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, that's all we got for you. I mean, that's all I got for you guys this week, unless Tyler has something else he wants to add. It's a talk. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, we hope you have a great week, and we can't wait to see you again next week for another delicious bowl of your weekly ramen. Sayonara. Jamacha. <laughs>